Hey guys, what's going on tonight? We are here with Friday Night Review. I am Scouse. Below me is Jamie. Next to my left is Shadow, and at the diagonal is Cam. How's everybody doing tonight? No you hear that? That's the sound of crickets like SmackDown was. Hey, don't be like that. It was a good get SmackDown. Um, Scouse, how are you doing, buddy? I'm high? on vacation, so I am doing fucking phenomenal. Jamie, on a scale of one to high, how high are you right now with this? Oh, man. He's not Will. That SmackDown yeah. was not good. I don't know. I'm feeling pretty great. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not to Will level, but I'm in the middle. <laughs> I'm, I'm levitating a little. So you're saying you like it? I think this is the battle of Ebony and Ivory versus YouTube because I don't like SmackDown tonight. I didn't either. SmackDown was good. For the yeah, first 40, 40 minutes of it, I felt like I was watching a freaking movie. The first 40 minutes of it, I was trying to fall asleep. It was Scorsese. What are you talking I mean, about? Brother? I mean, to be fair, Jamie, people said Page of Sex Day was good too, but you know. What tell me was tomorrow, I guess. It's Page of Sex Day. But you know, tell me how tomorrow. Ah, that's that's that is good. <laughs> I'm just saying it's good if you're like 14. <laughs> hey, you don't have to question where I'm at mentally, okay? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, there's only literally 45 minutes of WWE content tonight that doesn't revolve around Roman Reigns. Pretty that's much. not true. That is true. Take 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 your commercials. Take your Roman Reigns segments out. How much of SmackDown did you get tonight? It was forty five minutes of Bloodline. Uh huh. And then the final ten minutes, which is Bloodline. No, the first thirty five. <laughs> it was thirty five and ten, so that's forty five. Right now, take your commercials. Would add up to about a half hour in total. Yeah, about Nine an minutes. hour of good. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, we're getting we're getting right. mathematical in here now. Maybe you're right. right. Still, that forty five minutes is better than anything else you're going to see on TV this week. That's not true. I can I put on porn, that, but it's I can put be, on porn. Be, well, it's going to be a lot better than what you're going to watch on Wednesdays, Friday nights, um, stuff like that. Nah, nah, no, you're not. Okay. No, I I do not speak <laughs> Espanol. That is Jamie typing in a chat. Grazie. I don't even Italian. speak Italian, unfortunately. The only man I know that's Italian that doesn't speak Italian. Look at that. That's not true. <laughs> I'm sure you know a lot of people that are like that. I'm legally. Italian. I actually don't, but I know I'm a lot of French Scottish. Speak French. Hey, just want to make a reference here because I'm drinking the Tony Khan Kool Aid. You have been for like the last few weeks since you've been at Forbidden Door. <laughs> That's that's very true. Which needs to stop because the only AW guy here on this podcast needs to be me. So. Hey, you can't tell me what to enjoy, <laughs> sir. You know, Will, Will, I speak Spanish because I've been working uh, in the paint business for the last five years. So, And Sammy speaks Spanish because she works with a... Never mind. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, we know she works with Home Depot, but stop it. <laughs> 
Uh, shout out to Sammy tonight. She is uh, she is proudly presenting her off the top flag over on the main event players tonight. So, uh-huh. anyways, all right. So let's discuss the SmackDown um, opening segment. First thirty-five minutes. Everybody's thoughts. Oh, so it was too long. It was too long. I thought it was perfect. Absolute cinema. I felt like I was watching like the Sopranos. It was perfect. Okay. So what was too long about it, Cam? Was it the beat down afterwards? It just dragged. Was it it the setup to it? It just it just dragged. I mean, you know, there was parts parts of it that that was good or whatever. I mean, I didn't really get to enjoy it like everyone else probably did, anyways, because. For some reason, my cable provider decided to black out the Fox channel, so I had to watch SmackDown on the Espanol channel. So I had to hear in English, but then I heard Spanish over top of that, so I didn't really get to hear most most of it anyways. But it just dragged, I felt like. like but, then they had this whole like brawl at the end of it, and it was just like there was no security. There was no refs that normally break up this kind of thing. They just kept going and kept going and kept going. I'm like, okay, this is getting a little bit long here. We can wrap this up. We got a rest of SmackDown to, to do here. So you're you're probably the guy who would sit and watch just a few minutes of the Irishman and be like, "Oh, this is dragging. It's taking too long," and you don't really get invested in what's going on. You gotta take, bro. This time. We've gotta... been invested for six months, <laughs> and now we want the fucking finale, which it should be coming to, which it is. No, 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 no. No, no, the the IWC, and I'm I mean I'm not gonna include you guys in with the IWC, but you know the the wrestling community they go on and bitch about not having long term storytelling, not talking about all this, and once it gets a little too long for your tasting, everyone's gonna cry. You know, about okay, it. you want to know what soured my taste buds on the long story t- storytelling? Brave fucking Wyatt. Okay, that maybe does you know tickle the tape a little wrong, but at the same time, tickle the what? <laughs> tick, you heard me, damn it! But what I'm saying is that when WWE finally gives us something good, we gotta soak it in when we can. Bro, I've seen better acting from Mia Khalifa than I watched tonight with Roman Reigns. Wow! Hey, that's pure like. <laughs> actually, it's overrated cinema, home video. <laughs> quality probably but at the same time WWE is putting out movie quality storylines and we're just sitting here trying to shit on it i'm not gonna have that my my, okay okay i'm not so much bitching that it's that it's long or whatever i i appreciate long story long-term storytelling all the time any anytime we get it i appreciate it but for me it just feels like the the best stuff they put in this storyline is behind them now. Now it's just like they're kind of just dragging this out, mm, you know. Wow. To to me, they're just dragging it out. Mm-mm, like it, it almost feels like it's losing steam, and they know it, and they're just they're just reaching at this point. No, I think they're hitting the climax right now. You know, you yeah, have agree, you I have Jay so. Jay and Jimmy just now beat them at Money in the Bank. Now you're starting to bring in what's Solo gonna do next. You know, there's still a lot of lot of things to go with this, man. See, I, I hope you're gonna, right. I was going to say, we're just getting to the meat and potatoes oh, of it right now. Yeah. Like, this is the main just... course. Because now you have Solo still going after his brothers. You finally have Jay attacking people. Jay was the last one to do any of that. You saw his trepidation getting back into the ring, whether he should go after Roman or not. Look at that. I'm already more entertained it, by Rampage. <laughs> 
Anyways, continue. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll shut up. Continue. You're, enter you're entertained <laughs> by a show that gets less than 250,000 people to watch it. Lovely. Go check the DVR records, man. Oh, so they increased by 25,000 because of the DVR. What? Okay, hold on. That's a, that's a good point. Why do why do fans of why do fans of nowadays care about how much a show is getting viewers wise? Why does that matter? Because AEW made it matter. Because they focused that. they focused on it every single week, saying, "Oh, we're beating WWE. We have a higher demo. He's the demo god." Like, come on! They built everything around the storyline for this, and now people are saying about it. Well, why does everybody matter? Why does everybody care? Because they made us care. They made it They made it relevant for all of us to worry about yeah. this shit. And you know what? Doesn't really matter. Nielsen ratings, because they're all fucked anyway. Yep, that's the thing. Because you know, people go back, they record, they DVR, they watch. You know, so they're not really like, not really accurate anyways to begin with because streaming it's all it's thrown everything out of the loop people watch offline people watch online so ratings don't care they don't anyway, back, matter back to, back to smackdown because i got off topic there or scalp through us off topic by bitching at me <laughs> key demo no you brought up rampage and changed my whole way of thinking <laughs> listen you guys want to be on the show i'm just here you know, but th but the thing is, is that you know, Will, you said you know they gone to the well too many times. I don't think they've won enough because now we're just getting to Jay versus Roman again. The way that it started, mm -hmm. now it's going right. to be the way that it's going to. But end. then now on this side, and then you got, after you got that, solo. you're going to have Solo, and that's going to be another thing. And, and then, then after that, lead... you still got Cody. Right, it's going to lead to Cody taking the belt off of him at WrestleMania 40, and then that'll be the end of the blow. That's still a long time from now. So I'm just like, yeah, what but, What are they going to really do from so now to like you have you know, series, so SummerSlam? So you have Jay <laughs> versus him at SummerSlam. You'll have right. Jimmy versus Roman at some point. SummerSlam okay. will eventually be probably something to do with... Um, SummerSlam, you mean Survivor Series? Survivor Series will probably be something to do with Solo. And then Solo will get his true shot at the Rumble. And then it will lead to Cody coming back and being for Mania. So, who do you think is going to win the Rumble? I know this is... Cody. Gunther. Cody again? I hope not. Gunther's <laughs> going to win it. Gunther, yeah. Cody's going to... Cody doesn't... won't need the... We'll All right, we're talking about shows like nine months from now. Can, let's get back to tonight. All right. So I can shit on YouTube about it for so um, one thing I did want to bring up. You know, they had Karrion Cross go out there, no entrance, uh, cuts a commercial. Three minutes later, loses to Edge. Uh, you did uh, see AJ. the leg. You did lost to Edge. AJ. That's right, AJ. I'm sorry, y'all got me a little fired up tonight. Anyways. You, you did see the uh, the wrap around the uh, the leg there, but with the with a quick finish like that, there's many things speculated. So, what are you guys' thoughts on that? I didn't even know that was a oh. match that I was in the shitter. How about what? Hearing cross? How long have you been there? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why food. you think SmackDown's been so shitty. Maybe. 
It's going to be water shit a lot. <laughs> so, I think it just was due to the lack of time that they were given because the Bloodline story in the first to start the show ran over. Could because be. there was also rumors that the entire women's segment with Asuka coming out was almost cut. Yeah, but the women went out there, they improvised, and they did very well how they, how they, made, they their, made their time work. Like, so, I, I don't, they had so you're agreeing that. with us now that that was overboard. Okay. Okay. I never said it wasn't overboard. I just said it was a great show, and you said it sucked. It did! I thought it did, too. I, I didn't really care for it. And in turn, before you shit on me, I thought Dynamite sucked this week, too. So there you go. Mm-hmm. The only good thing about Dynamite, which I'm sure we're going to get into because Cam has something he wants to say, is Sting! No, I was going to say the MJF entrance with Adam Cole. <laughs> Dude, freaking nonchalant MJF pretending to be babyface for Adam is the greatest thing I've seen in a long but- time. They made me believe tonight that EO was actually going to try and cash in because of how they built that up in that short time. So, how many matches were even on SmackDown this week? Two. So, you had three. The main event nope, match was Edge versus Grayson Waller. Stupid. Which was a... It was a great match. <sighs> Shadow just hates everything about WWE right now. I don't even know why he watches it. Like, I will say this I crapped on Grayson Waller for so long would make fun of it because Haley would go on live all the time and go, Grayson freaking Waller? Yeah, freaking Grayson Waller because I'm British and he's Australian, but I love me some Grayson freaking Waller. Uh, I was freaking out. I was, I, maybe that's why I was so tainted on Grayson freaking Waller. But anyways, he went up there tonight. He swam with the big fish, which is Edge, pulled out a great match and got the sign of approval. Big what? fish, damn it. <laughs> Okay, and I gotta say, you know, he put up a great fight, a great effort. The match was good, and got 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 the side of approval from Edge, and he impressed the hell out of me in this match. So I gotta give it to them. Grayson Waller might be something. So would you say that Edge gave Waller the rub? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Absolutely, I bet. I bet. All right, Ken, your thoughts on that match? I mean, I don't know. It, it was great to see Grayson Waller finally wrestle or whatever. Uh, they're really just putting Edge out there just because, you know, he's retiring soon. Hopefully they come up with something creative for his last match. I hope so, and I hope it's not just some throwaway match like they, like they gave Kurt Angle. Yeah, I mean, Randy's so, coming have back. Aaron so. Corbin retire. No, have Randy and him have a feud to end it. Yeah, I'll be down for that. You don't need much build for that. You know, they have a lot of history together. So, mm-hmm. um, the you know the greatest wrestling match ever, part two. <clears throat> part one was ass. What do you mean that was the greatest wrestling match ever? I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm just being a heel tonight. Oh. Um, what other match do we have tonight? We spoke about Sheamus and Theory. Sheamus and Theory for the United States Championship. 
yawn. Which was a, Fucking theory needs to I, lose that belt, man. I, I agree. Oh, I agree. He'll, he's going to lose it at. He'll probably lose it at SummerSlam. To, to L.A. Knight. Yeah. I think he should just lose it on a house show because nobody gives a fuck about him anymore. I think tonight would have been a good time to lose it, but it would have been. I agree because it is Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the fact that the Pretty Deadly interrupts uh, comes out in every single one of his matches. Like, they're not a fucking trio. They're a tag no. team, and they're yeah. mooching off of Theory when there's nothing to mooch off of. I mean, I'll say that this. Pretty you Deadly know. was your favorite tag team, though. Pretty there's Deadly a, does what? great heel work. I love Pretty Deadly, but I just don't like this combination of the three of the, these guys. It just, I don't, it doesn't work for me. I could see Scalp dressing like Pretty Deadly heading out there. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you today? Yes, boy. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> Damn, Shadow's on something tonight. Nah, man, I'm just tired of shitty product being shitty product. Calling a spade a spade, as Will would say. The product has not been good. Man. Get that garbage out of here. I Listen, if, I can spend, really listen if I'm invested in something, I'm not spending an hour in the bathroom, right? Yeah, I get that from your point of view. I could have. I got to play Five Forever instead of watching this. Plain and simple. I legitimately watched SmackDown tonight for the Bloodline segment, strictly, and the beginning of it, ugh, the end. That was what I call cinema. Perfect to the point. We're getting beatdowns. That's intensity. The beginning was quiet and annoying. And you know, sending Jimmy to the local me- medical facility. Did they say that or did they say hospital? They said local medical facility. Oh, because they said he's being checked out by doctors lately, later in the show. So that's why I was confused as to what they possibly said. So I'm glad that Vince McMahon had his ugly ass old man hands on everything again. (laughs) He was there tonight. He was taking advantage of our our, uh, entertainment. It's it's Madison Square Garden. Of course he's going to be there. Right. It's a train ride from... Connecticut. Yeah, let's be real. He probably flew there. Yeah, I was say, dude, don't take the train. No, he probably took a, a car service. Hey, he took a private jet with his NDA agreements. <laughs> Gosh, shadow. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I feel like there's really nothing else to say about SmackDown when half of our Stream hates the show. And the other half is trying to make the good points of it. Hey, look at us. We took 35 <laughs> minutes or 19 minutes. We did less than the Bloodline segment tonight to cover oh all of SmackDown. <laughs> the only thing, the only thing I really liked was uh, was the was the women's segment. I mean, it, it wasn't much, but I like that because again, I, I feel like. The whole like uh, triple threat storyline they going got going on right now with Oscar, Charlotte, and Bianca, I think is great. It's, it's really good. literally yeah. it's probably the best thing going on in the women's division right now. Oh yeah. So. And then you always got to watch your back on Ia and Bailey. So. Right. Apparently, so. I'm getting under Scal's skin by having an opinion tonight. So. I didn't say that. 
But I, I don't think I don't think Cam's right at all about that women's segment. I think that's garbage too. <laughs> Get that garbage out of here. Charlotte doesn't need to be there, bro. I can see her full titties bouncing out of that. <laughs> that was last week. No, I thought she was going to knock herself I, out as she was running to the ring. I could see her nips <laughs> through that. Go back and watch it. I'll have to do some research. <laughs> Look, you know Charlotte's only there to help Bianca turn heel. Ah, fun like, fact for you. I read an reason. article today. Bianca doesn't want to turn heel because she's in the same boat as John Cena, and because she does all this make-a-wish shit, she doesn't want to go heel. Tough shit. We don't need another fucking Bianca, another Cena, who get does everything and ruins what everybody wants, and then is always winning and everything else. No. She had she had one title reign, and everybody's calling her John Cena. Relax. Did you see the title reign? Relax. <laughs> okay. Did, she, did you see how Bianca? Did, she, did you see Becky's? Okay. So how? Did, Becky did not be three people in a three on one. Enough with this Cena stuff. Like, no, that's she's not John Cena. I don't care what anybody's. Bianca won a three on one handicap match, essentially. I mean, she's used to handicap matches with Montez, and uh, yeah, anyways. Oh, God. I'm not touching that. And and Nick Cannon? (laughs) Um, I'm just, I'm ready for Leo to be champ. Oh man! Listen, this is content. If everybody agreed that the show was good, it'd be boring. No, yeah. I, I know. But let's move on. Um, Cam, you said earlier that you had in this week that you had something to talk about. Yes. And you wanted to get into a state of wrestling. Yes. Oh, so here we go again. So first half of this program tonight was Friday night review. Now we're going into the state of pro wrestling. I'm addressing so much. I'm, I'm addressing the IWC because I see this a lot in different corners of the IWC, and it's annoying. So it's regarding AEW. It's no secret that I'm probably the biggest AEW fan, stand, whatever you want to call it, on off, part of off the top. So there are what, two, four things I would like to address. The first thing about AEW that I hear a lot of people say is the AEW storylines. Now, it upsets me because people people always say that you know they don't they don't have you know storylines and things like that. They don't have the same caliber storylines as WWE does. That that may be true. Like, of course, they don't have anything equivalent to the Bloodline, obviously. But I mean, if you look, but if I mean, if you look back on the short-term stuff that they've done. It's been decent. I think a lot of people don't like it because they don't they don't like the, the setups to the storylines or they don't like the ending to the storylines. But they do a lot of short-term stuff. They don't really book a lot of long-term stuff. But if you go back to like, I know no, I know he's, you know, public enemy number one right now, but CM Punk and MJF storyline, originally when CM Punk first came to AEW, I thought that was great. We got, mm-hmm. we got a, a dog collar match, which was, Gory and violent and just amazing. Fire dog collar match. It was fire. Right. It was fire. Match. And 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 the and the promo stuff, their back and forth promo stuff was great. So again, it's not it wasn't necessarily long term, like again, like some bloodline stuff, but it was I thought it was pretty great. They've done they've done other things that you know are short term stories, but a lot of people complain about 
Oh, AEW doesn't have storylines or whatever. Yeah, because they don't have long-term stuff that people always complain that they want more of. Now we have uh, another storyline that they're doing, and it, and it seems like we're, we're kind of in the long haul for it, and it's MJF and, of course, Adam Cole. And they put them in this you know, makeshift tag team or whatever, which I think has been hilarious to see because MJF is trying to pretend to be this baby face or whatever, and mm-hmm. it's it's great. So it's obviously going to be set up to for MJF to turn on Adam Cole and completely destroy Adam Cole, leave him mm-hmm. a bloody mess and set up for a great match they're going to have probably yet. Who knows? All in, all out, I'm not sure, but I think it's going to be great. So at that match, would you would you take the belt off of Max? Oh, see, I don't know, man. I don't know. Cause see, I, I think, it, I think, I think, it, I think it would be great. Cause, cause MJF's held that title the entire year. So I think, yeah, but I, I think, I think you should still have that one program with Punk at least to kind of cap off where they left off. Absolutely. That's why I, for me, at I least think I probably loses the belt. Right. Which is why I think I probably wouldn't take that title off. I probably, mm-hmm. I would have MJF beat Cole, and then. I'd ha- I obviously would have the rematch between Sam Punk and MJF, obviously. So yeah. I think that'd be great. So if that's not the case, would Orange Cassidy be the one to take the belt? Get the oh, fuck out of here. MJF? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> what? I'm about to mute you, Jamie. Let, let Kim he, go through his state of wrestling. <laughs> he's a favorite of Tony, okay? Absolutely not. It, Orange Cassidy's great. I love Orange Cassidy, but absolutely not. Okay, you lost me there, Cam. No, absolutely not. Um, another thing I see people say is um, people are starting to say that 2019 AEW is goaded compared to the stuff they do now. Of course, people are going to say that now because when when they when they say when they look back on it, like when it was happening then, everybody's hating on it. Everybody's going, "Oh, this is just WCW 2.0," and "Oh, this this sucks, and that sucks, and this sucks." And then years later, and everybody's like, "Oh man, 2019 AEW was." Fantastic, blah 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 blah, and I'm like, of course, because when you have it, you don't appreciate it, and then when it's gone, now you want it back. So, so what do you, that, would you say that they're comparing it to the Attitude Era? Basically, Same context, right? Basically, basically, yeah. And I get annoyed by that too, because it's just like, okay, like you're just you're just stuck in the past. Like you can't see what's great now. You just you're just stuck in the past. So, I, I think the storyline content of what AEW was doing in 2019 maybe was a little better than what they were doing now, but their match quality and kind of their presentation of what they could put out now is better right? because of, you know, they do have some X WWE stars. They have people that actually know what's going on within the business. Um, They've gotten rid of a lot of their, their green wrestlers that they had to have pretty much so they could fill a roster at the beginning. So as they're trying to mold what roster they kind of want to go with um you know i, I just gotta gotta give them some more time they've only been around since 2019 it is 2023 so okay, that's four years but you know hey, you I, I said give them five years but you know i think just tony needs people around him to that's that's my big thing is have people around him to help him make the show better and you see it on collusion collusion's a great show or collision. Oh my gosh, did I do it again? But I wasn't going to say anything. I wasn't going to let it go. That, 
it's 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 a fantastic show. The wrestling's good. It's mm-hmm. real to me, damn it. But you know, the thing about it is that it's on Saturday, and just Saturday isn't a good time for wrestling, and it's not a good time really for anything because right. people are out doing stuff on Saturday nights. Right. I mean, then you got holiday I stuff. Wanna, I then you got college sports. You got hockey when it comes on. So Saturday is just not that a good point. day. I'm countering that point. Saturday is a great day for it. Just look at the UFC numbers and look at the look at the pay-per-view numbers. It's never done good for wrestling, except during pay-per-views and house shows. <laughs> but when it's on weekly as a television show, it's never done good. It did it did very well for WCW when they did it. Oh, 605. That was 86. No one was doing anything on Saturdays in 86. There's always sports on TV. I think if There's they always got, local sports on TV. I, I think if they got rid of that Friday show and actually tried to compete, they might do something. I agree with that. I needed they need to drop Rampage. The, the Rampage is nobody's watching Rampage like that. I agree with that. Sorry, Tony, go ahead, Tony go, tried go, to. He tried to drop Rampage, go, but go the ahead, network Cam. said no. Go ahead, Cam. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the second the second to last thing I wanted to address is the. Is the MJF and Roman Reigns comparison? So I've 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 been live a couple of times for like AEW, and people have come in there and they've said things like, you know, oh, MJF is like the Roman Reigns of AEW. How? The only comparison is that they're both world champion. That's it. But MJF is is not going to go on some a thousand day reign. He's there's not that's ain't the nobody movie. on the level no of way. the devil, bro. <laughs> there's no way that's happening. I'm sorry, but that's the only comparison at all. So I don't know. It's it's just the ridiculousness that the IWC comes up with. They always want to compare something to WWE. Not everybody's trying to mimic stuff WWE does. Well, the IWC can compare a stock of corn to my penis and shove it down their throat. Wow. Says the guy who went the forbidden door and has been dick riding AEW ever since. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> you heard me. You went the forbidden door I, I believe and have been dick riding ever since. Shut up. Bro. If you'll listen for a second. It was a great show. I, I you can ask that. You can ask Scouts that my, my opinion of WWE went downhill before that. No, and very, I know it, that. No, no, I know very that. true. Two and it has been before true. He, yeah, because he was getting all hyped about going yes. and being there. So now he was getting all psyched up for it. And he was anticipating it, and then because of how great the show was, which I can't believe I just said, it whole changed his whole perspective on AEW and WWE. I get that. I get that, bro. If I you had it your way, NWA would be on TV. Shut up. That's because that's what fucking wrestling is. And you'd be riding that dick harder than you're riding Romans right now. Shut up, man. First off, no one wants <laughs> NWA on TV with Titus as as their champion. You're right That's there. Champion, You're though. right there. That is not my fucking champion. He if is. If you watch it, if you like Nick NBA, Aldis is, is my fucking champion, but yeah, he ain't even with the company anymore. Now so. in, in fact, I don't know anything about uh, him besides him being goodness. champion. So. I'm just. Uh, That's all I know too. I just know that it's still real to me. Damn it! <laughs> I, I just know that some company allowed Brodus Clay to fucking be a champion. So that's. Yeah. Don't get me started. While he while he was working for Fox, 
Punky's on a roll over there in NWA, I'll tell you that. Just and taking the belt on rage. TV with him. <sighs> Anyways, continue your dick riding of Roman. <laughs> mm. As I was trying to say is that you had pretty negative reviews of AEW before you went. That's all I was trying to say. And I still do. But y'all think because I highlight one part of the show that I like, I'm dick riding, but I'm not. No, I'm enjoying I'll... I'm enjoying pro wrestling right now. I'm not enjoying sports entertainment. And I, I, I okay, well I, said. that's fair. That's fair. Well said. Once you put it in that in those lame it turns, I, I get it. Because you know, I watched the show and I was like, damn, Omega's fucking great. Osprey is great. I'm not paying attention to AEW's lack of or shitty storylines. I'm paying attention to the matches they're putting on compared they to are putting on outside of the bloodline. Mm -hmm. I give you that. They're putting on great matches. I give that to you. Right now, WWE feels like a fucking college that you just entered and you don't know which way, which course you want to do to graduate. And that's because they're having a power struggle and they're failing to admit it. The great thing about WWE though is when you got these different frats and sororities, they're all they're all pretty pretty around pretty good. But when you go to the AEW college, they're they're kind of mediocre. We're we're getting educational up in this piece. Like what the fuck is happening? <laughs> listen, listen. Since we're talking state of wrestling, the problem with the product of WWE right now, and I'm going to say it. You take it as you will, but until they figure out. Whose dick is bigger between Triple H and Vince McMahon? You're going to get the product you're getting right now. I, I, because they can't. One week it's Vince's hands on, the next week Triple H. You can't keep doing that. You notice the difference. Everything is Triple H's until Vince rewrites shit. Yeah. And so, that's right. And that's, that's which happens hour. No, I know, but show. it's not. It's not saying that. What Shadow was saying is that one week one person's doing it, the next week that somebody else is doing it. One week they're but, preventing Vince from doing it as much as he was the week before. And right, and that's and that's and that's what he's saying by by the power struggle. They they need to figure out one direction and one person who is solely in charge and go in that direction and stay that way. Oh, I hate to and say it like this, but and that will never happen as long as he's alive. Like exactly. what happened to the good I hate to say it like this, but WWE is going to be better off when Vince is in the the ground dead and cold. Okay, Phil. That's what Sam Punk said. That's why I said I hate saying this. Like, I just because... said that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I agree with you, Shadow. Like, that's the only way that we're going to get what we want. Also, you guys really want to know? Give me what I want. You guys, you guys keep saying I'm dick riding AEW. Another reason is because maybe I spent too much time on TikTok and everybody is down WWE's throat with their dicks about fucking WWE. And I'm just tired of hearing opinion after opinion after opinion. If I wanted to hear opinion after opinion, I'd listen to my wife speak for an hour. Wow. <laughs> Anywho, my fourth and final thing my fourth and final gripe, I guess, about the IWC is regarding the Stinger. Now, I'm a big fan of Sting. Now, I get Please, it. Really I'm not, um, anyways, I'm not so much a fan of, you know, these older, well past their prime wrestlers still being in the ring or whatever. But they harp on him a lot. They say, like, 
you know, why is he diving off this and that? He wasn't like that his, his entire career. Now, you go, you look at his career it, when he was the, you know, bright face paint colors and blonde Surfing hair. He wasn't thing. doing that. When he was the crow thing, he wasn't doing that. But look at when he look at when he was in TNA. He when did he, that he, shit all the time. He was diving off of crap in TNA all the time. I was about all to say. I was about to he say. He was in steel cage matches. He was. He had. You know. You know. Freaking thumbtacks and tables, and he was crazy in TNA. So I was about to say, him and Kurt Angle nearly killed each other <laughs> in an empty arena match. I mean, thank like, you. I mean, thank you. To be fair, Sting, Sting almost killed Jeff Hardy. No, Jeff Hardy. Almost, <laughs> no, he almost Jeff killed Jeff Hardy. Yeah, I understand. I'm just saying by. Sting doing what he did, trying to stop the match from happening, <laughs> it could have killed Jeff Hardy. <laughs> no, that'd be Eric Bischoff's fault. But anyways, no, probably Hulk Hogan. Well, listen here, brother. But <laughs> speaking of Hulk Hogan, today's the 25th anniversary of when the NWO formed. Oh, who gives a shit? <laughs> Everybody's favorite racist. Everybody, Hulk Hogan. Considering the belt you have behind you, obviously you do. Hey, <laughs> this is a uh, hey, but it's not spray version. painted though, so it don't count. It's it's a it's WWE's version, so yeah. we're talking about Triple you H. The, you got the picture right Kurt above Angle. it. The picture right next to it. You see Hogan no. anywhere? It's not. Ah, you yeah, see I mean, Nash and Hall. Yeah, but yeah, that's the two originators. Got him. You don't also, see Hogan there. It also there. says on their shirt NWO, not Outsiders, sir. Hey, I, I like those two guys though, but you don't see Hogan. Doesn't matter. It still says NWO. But but ah. without Hogan, NWO doesn't become an, into fruition. Let's be real. Yeah, I mean you're real. Yeah, valid. Anyways, that's that's my rant for this. But, but but I agree. Sting needs to retire. I mean he he needs to find a nice retirement home that caters to old wrestlers. I hear Legends House is a great thing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like the Ronald McDonald for shitty old wrestlers now. Um, that or just have him hang out with DDP all day. I, I don't understand, and with all due respect to Scals, but I don't understand the hype ever behind Sting. You're, you're crazy. You're crazy. You're wild for that statement. I've watched Sting from when I mean, he was a surfer Sting in WCW. I mean, you see Bruno San Martino went... wrestle live, so that doesn't surprise me. No, I have not. <laughs> I was four years old at Madison Square Garden, and me and my pops went and saw. Bruno Ladies and gentlemen, this episode has gone off the rails. My first ever wrestling event I went to was in MGM Studios in Disney, when WCW recorded their shows there in front of a crowd, and I saw Sting, and I saw Big Show wrestle. Was and that when the Was that when the ring used to spin? Yes. Dope. And gimmicky. Seeing Big Show, I was sitting in front, seeing Big Show standing above me. I was like a little three foot little piece of shit. And he's seven feet tall, and it's like, holy fuck. And then like ever that. since then, I felt I fell in love with wrestling and I fell in love with Sting. And then I followed his entire career. And when he turned into the crow sting, it was the greatest thing that ever happened. In any professional wrestling at that time. Just to clarify, I'm not taking away his accolades. I just don't understand the hype behind him. It's fair. It's it's 
if you followed him and you were invested in that at the time, like, it's hard to explain because, like, I was so invested in that. I, I went, we dressed up in high school as a bunch of wrestlers, like, every whole group dressed up as the NWO. I dressed up as Sting. I brought mm-hmm. a wiffle ball bat, all taped in black tape to, to school, face painted, full get up, everything. I did not speak the entire day. And for most of you that know me, I don't shut up. Mm-hmm. So it scared the fuck out of people, me not saying a damn word. I'm sorry. I can't just picture you as a gothic man all day. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the original Sting makeup, fully done, black trench coat, black hair, wig, everything. But the fact I mean, that I you dress- grew up in New York and going around in a trench coat. That is not true. I, I know. I, I'm not giving away where you grew up. I'm using that as essential. So calm down. But it's but it's different because it's if different. I did, in, I did if I did grow up in New York, it would be different. He's I probably wouldn't this have to done me. that. <laughs> Jersey is different than New York. Either way, I don't think I'd want to see you in a trench coat walking around anywhere. I'd be weirded out. But maybe. Jersey. But Jersey. So I was fully invested in everything Sting did in WCW. And then when WWE bought them and he went to TNA, I was upset because I wanted him to go to WWE to win the to win the title there. Okay. And then I followed Sting over there with the main event player with the main event from Mafia. And Ooh. yes, sir. That that was so good. And that it just was my was like I, I feel we need to do a career retro on Sting. That's what I feel. I would totally be <laughs> for that. I would want to be. Yeah, we'll make sure. we'll make sure it's the second Tuesday of the next week of the following month. Um, <laughs> oh my! <laughs> but uh, Cam, because you're AEW, what do you think of the rumors speculating that Tony Khan is now on the cusp of signing Goldberg to wrestle Sting for the final match? Nope, 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 absolutely not. Nope. It's a terrible idea. Apparently, um, the the deal is upward of eight million for one year. Jeez. Oh, Jesus Lord of mercy. But you don't you don't need to sign somebody for that. Sting needs to wrestle Darby and lose. And Darby needs to get the rub off of him. And that'll work. Don't say it like that. <laughs> what? Rub? Rub off him. I said off of him. I didn't say off him. It's still the <laughs> not everybody has a dirty mind like you, Shadow. We don't all think That's about a that. Lie. All, all three of you do. You just don't use it. Oh my god! <laughs> welcome to welcome to off the top off the rails. We're here shooting the shit. No, it's it's just off the rails at this point. It's not uh, off, off the rails. But you don't you need to sign this big bald baby who is entitled, thinking WWE owes him a retirement match. They don't owe you anything. Professional wrestling doesn't owe you anything, honestly. The perfect ending would be for him to wrestle at Wembley, and. Have his last match there and ride off into the sunset. No, perfect. The perfect ending match for him would be to wrestle Bret Hart. Bret Hart get his revenge, but you know. Whatever. Oh, here's my question: If Goldberg feels that WWE owes him a retirement match, does he feel the Atlanta Falcons owe him a retirement game? Probably. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. You know what I mean? Like the man, the man's got stupider takes than Jim Cornette. I want to go that back. A, are you talking, are you talking about Ryback? No, Goldberg. 
Because apparently Ryback thinks he should wrestle Goldberg. Listen. Apparently Ryback thinks he would he would be ratings for AEW. Listen, yeah, the only ratings. The only ratings Ryback's gonna bring is some indie house show down in South Africa that nobody gives a fuck about. Facts. And then Jamie still might show it to me front row for it. Hey, you gotta support indie wrestling, brother. Jamie, no, Jamie's gonna be the wrestling. I'm just saying you'd fly across the globe and bring your best chicken nuggets for those Ethiopian children to get front row. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and you just said that Jim Cornette was horrible. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie's gonna be the red red hat guy, front row of these shows. Listen. If anybody wants to cancel me, my email address is gofuckyourself at gmail.com. I'm sure it's a real email address, too. <laughs> Probably. No one shut up. I'm going to be the first email. <laughs> He's looking it up right now. <laughs> what? I don't know. Right now, professional wrestling is in a decent state. It's not in a great state like it should be. I feel like it's the most popular that it's been in a long time. Right now, Outside of three major storylines, it's not really, though. But that's all you need. How many major storylines were there during the Attitude Era? I felt like every, every match had a story to it. That's... The matches itself, but how many major storylines did you have outside of that? Like, well, you had, Austin. You, had Austin, you had Austin Rock, you had Austin McMahon that was going on roughly the same time. You had McMahon, or you had Mankind and The Rock having their own story. You had the Ministry versus the Brood for a while. That was a story going on. You had the APA and half the other tag teams. There was always something moving, and now you don't have that. There's a stalemate happening. You have 60 some. What's that? Um, no, I was just saying, you know, I, I got to agree with that. And I'm normally not a person that, you know, you know, constantly brings up the agitator era or whatever. But the thing about it, even, I mean, you, you can even go to the to the to ruthless aggression era. Like each storyline kind of just like it had its own uh, continuity and it had a, had its own like universe to it. Like right now, if, every- they do, if they do one major storyline, like they'll they'll end up like bleeding them together and it's like everything right. and not only and- that with the major storylines in the ruthless aggression era is there was underlying storylines like when edge was with Vicky, there was a main feud with cena but then under it was like zach Ryder and brian myers fighting some the bashos like there was always right. something going on to deal with the layers there was a tier system to it now you don't get that you have 60 some odd wrestlers on raw and you use 10 Right. You have 50-some-odd on SmackDown, you use five. Like, why? At this point, NXT might as well just become its own company and not even involve with WWE. NXT's been get, putting out a good show. But that's what I'm saying is at least NXT is producing, and then you have the main, main shows absolutely fucking floundering until it's a pay-per-view time. Vince doesn't touch NXT. My case in point goes back to Vince McMahon being shitty. At the end of the day, WWE is WWE. It's still the Mecca, unfortunately. And that's, we have to swallow that pill. 
but it doesn't mean they have to slack at their job because they don't feel there's enough competition. Because what's going to happen is if they don't start picking their shit up, what's going to happen is AEW is going to sneak in. Impact is going to make its way up somehow to where AEW is right now. And now you're going to be like, what the fuck is happening? WWE is losing its grip on its audiences fast. I don't agree with that. The Sands of Time are catching up to WWE, plain and simple. Once again, this is not the first time this has happened. And their numbers are higher than they've been in three years. So I that's not that's not the point he's trying to make though. He's just saying he's saying they're losing fans, will, will but get, he's losing right. No, he's saying bringing, he's saying his the core audience will just get annoyed. That's not me. Get that shit off. Is that you? That's me. Is Steve? <laughs> like, in in like that was freshman year high school, I think. Man, I would have shoved you in a locker just, in freshman year. I thought you hey. just found a random pick of somebody dressed as thing trying to pass no. off as me. <laughs> I'm not even yeah. joking, bro. Like, <laughs> nothing to do with the wrestling shit. Just your size alone, you'd be in a locker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. Wow. Uh. Surprised I found that pick. Hey, 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 you guys! I just want you to know, as of now, we've completely done the segment. You what? (laughs) (laughs) We're fifty minutes into the show, which means we've now covered the entire base of the bloodline segment tonight. Facts. Off the top presents off the rails. Pretty much is what we should rename this freaking show. Off the rails while doing rails. Let's go! <laughs> now starring Tony, Tony Khan. <laughs> hey, listen. Toronto once had a mayor that did a lot of crack, and it worked out well for them. So that's why AW is doing well. He's everywhere at once. Uh, just keep him away from Jeff Hardy. <laughs> She's Lord. <laughs> I guess it's a good thing Brian Pillman ain't around anymore, huh? Oh my God! Wow. Damn Ooh. shadow. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to say to that. Uh. Oh man. Is there anything else that we uh need to discuss tonight? I think that's it. Um trans payment um where I'm being booked on the show and I'm not doing the hot dog and handshake shit scales. Come on. <laughs> You're going to do what with a hot dog and a handshake? I'm going to shake his hot dog and he's going to put me in the main event. Okay? It's how indie wrestling works, pal. Sounds like how Vince McMahon's work with the women's division. Oh, gosh. Good Lord. Where'd you get that information from? Wow. Christy Hemi? You mean Christy wow. Yammy? What time is uh, it? All right, Her I point. Think it's time we go. 
No, don't, don't, don't <laughs> end yet. Come on. We're just getting started, boys. Ooh. Yep. Man, I'll just take my opinions to TikTok. That's why. I'm banned. You got banned on TikTok? Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> like, legit. <sighs> Oh, man. Is there anything else we wanted to discuss tonight? And Shadow, what are you listening to? Oh, you can hear. How can you hear me if my mic is muted? Your mic's not, not muted. muted. It was on my <laughs> screen. It's not on our But anyways, screen. my, my <laughs> final thoughts of the night are this. Uh, mind. Uh, the dude minds. This will not stand. You know, this aggression will not stand, man. <laughs> hey, listen. Like Chris, like Chris Benoit and toothless aggression. I don't give a fuck. Uh, Clearly, Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. We're going off the rails Bills on the crazy on train. Crazy train. <laughs> Alright, Jamie, where can we find you? You can find me. Um, I'm not even gonna do the whole shebang. Off the top media, Monday nights, Friday nights, Jamie Rosex on the socials. Uh, if you want to hear me talk about Mountain Dew, you could also catch out on my latest TikTok video where I duetted some dude with a mental illness. But anyways, find me where you find me, and if you try finding me anywhere else, I'm gonna whoop that ass. Anyways, kick it to the cam man. You can find me on TikTok at Cam's Wrestling Corner. Find me on my other TikTok page at Call Me Cam G. Also find me on Off the Top every Friday night with these goofballs in the chat. Um, and soon to be on Wednesdays uh, with River City Radio. And if that does not sizzle your bacon, you can find me on Instagram at three one seven Bacon Eggs and Cam. Shout out. You go ahead. You can find me here on Off the Top Media on Twitch, YouTube, Kick, as well as on Twitter, Threads, and TikTok at Off the Top Media underscore. Oh, Threads. Find me on the Threads. And his Twitter's dying. And the face that runs the place is here to say. Find me on TikTok, absolutely shit posted on your favorite content creators and not giving a fuck what you have to say because I'm Shadow and you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. <laughs> on that note, have a great night. Make sure to like and subscribe. Check us out on our next show. We'll be live tomorrow night, I believe, 9 p.m. for a career retrospective on Kenny Omega. Is that still going on, Shadow? As I know, sir. Okay. So come back here tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Career retrospective, Kenny Omega. Check it out. Have a great night. Yeah.